new drive with Goodman and Fry. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at T. Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Gas price is really high, so wouldn't it be great to drive a Tesla right now? Well, you can. Sasquatch and Wildcard Casino giving away a Tesla. Yeah, and if you don't want it, well, they're going to give you over $33,000 in cash instead. Sasquatch and Wildcard, great promotions, really loose lots. They can't say it. I can. They also have a sports book, terrific food. Head on up there. Go get that Tesla. Time now for the lead. The lead presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Okay, so we have been hearing this narrative. I'm not suggesting it is incorrect that Tampa hasn't faced speed like this all season. Now, granted, they played the Avs twice. Okay. And Florida can fly. Yes, they can. Now, and I'm so glad you brought that. Toronto up. can fly. Yes, they can. But, so, what's that? But I'll get to the butt after you. Okay, you can get to the butt, but we know we're not talking about enough. If we're being completely honest, did anybody really think the Predators are going to beat the Avs? No. Did anybody really think the Blues are going to beat the Avs? The Predators could have beaten the Avs if their goaltender was healthy. Could have. You see sorrows. But. He wasn't playing. No, but but the point is that there were teams in the playoffs who, for the luck of unfortunate injuries, would have been able to put up a better fight against the Avalanche. That's fine. But couldn't. But they couldn't because those guys weren't available, and we talked about it before the series began. Nashville doesn't stand a chance. I didn't think the Blues were better than the Avs. And after watching literally five minutes of the Edmonton game, and I'd watched them before anyway against Calgary, I knew their defense sucked. Uh, but Edmonton, or the Panthers were kind of the equivalent of the Calgary Flames on the western side. There were two teams that should have been better, didn't play very well in the playoffs, and got beat. The point I'm making... But made, they match up. Okay. I, I match up the Panthers with the Flames. Okay. The point I'm trying to make is we're talking about, you know, the no one is... The, the Lightning haven't seen speed like this. Let's look at the teams that Tampa beat they beat austin matthews and toronto in a seven game tough seven games and they were down three games to two then they took the president's trophy winner and swept them and annihilated them in the process and florida that was not the real florida panthers they were just dreadful awful and i don't know what the hell happened but they aren't that bad and you know what then you look at the rangers maybe a year ahead of schedule yes they got off to a hot start they won the first two games. First game, 6-2. to two. At M- home. Maybe, maybe just maybe, the break did. The long break did affect Tampa. But once they got their feet under them, they dominated all four games. I don't think we are talking enough about the road that Tampa took to get here but I also and the road that the Avalanche took to get here. I think, the, yeah, take the road the Avalanche took to get here. I think you're underestimating, to a certain extent, Nashville was not a garbage team. And if it did have its goaltender, they were capable of shocking anybody. But they didn't. That's, that's but, what playoff but, but they But is. they didn't. We're talking. The St. Louis Blues 
are a better team than you're giving them credit for. Ryan O'Reilly neutralized Nathan McKinnon. Mm-hmm. They're a pretty good team. They really are. You know, the the sidelights, the circus atmosphere of Bennington getting hurt and all the, the all the unfortunate kickers that went along with it with Nazem Kadri's situation kind of drew attention away from the fact that St. Louis is not a bad team. Okay. Let me ask you. And that. And, and then when you get into Edmonton, uh clearly that that was a goaltending team. Too. Okay. Let's put something into perspective here, at least from my point of view. Um, but but they're not going to give them. They're not going to give Tampa Bay extra points going into this series if they if their road was tougher. They're not going to take away points from the Avalanche if their I road was that. easier. Gary Bettman's not going to step in and handicap the, the series before us. Who's better, Tampa Bay or Colorado? Colorado is the better team right now. Okay, I don't I don't believe that. I'll also say that Tampa started on the road for every single game. Every single game. They they didn't have home ice advantage and they worked over they worked over the Rangers in the final four games. They absolutely annihilated well, Florida. Let me ask you. Well, what's that got to do with anything in this series? I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what it has to do with it. You're saying that Colorado has the home ice advantage no, and no. Tampa Bay can this is, mitigate this is, it? This is what I'm trying to say. Of the teams that the Avalanche beat to get here. No, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish, please. I think there is a false sense of security around this team, and I'll tell you why. Who is the who is the best team that the Avs beat to get to the Stanley Cup final? St. Louis. The best team? Florida plays St. Louis in a seven games. So what? Hold on. So what? What's I, that got to do with anything that's happened that happens starting tomorrow night? I'll tell you. Are t- they gonna put extra points up on this like shots on goal? Uh, bonus points for having a tougher road. No, this it's completely irrelevant, no, and I I don't know why we're arguing I'll, about. I'll, it. I'll tell you why, because people are working themselves. Let Pe- me fin- people who are people, by the way. Hey, Terry, look at me, please. Can I finish my thought and then answer however you want to? The Avs scored four point six goals a game. Look at who they scored it against. You think they're doing it against Tampa? They played inferior opponents, inflated numbers, and you really think that's going to happen in this series? That's my point. No, but they're, they're completely separate Inflated issues. numbers. 4.6 goals a game. You think that's going to happen in this series? Because people around town are buzzing like people. it's the two... Th- it's like Who it's are people? Listen to guys in the media. Listen to fans who I've talked to. I've talked to plenty of them. And they, look at the Avs' offense. You know whose offense was great? The 2013 Broncos, the highest scoring offense in NFL history, and they got their asses kicked by a superior defense. With a ridiculous snap on the first play and inept coaching because of the noise and everything else. All those other issues that were going on that have absolutely nothing to do with a hockey game being played in Denver. My point point is defensive teams, generally speaking, are going to shut down offensive teams. Just ask the 1983 Edmonton Oilers with Gretzky and Messier and Curry, and they they got swept by the Islanders. They ran into a... Islanders team that was finishing its four Pete dynasty. And they're running that's, that's, that, that isn't the same thing. And they're either. running into a Tampa team that is looking for a three Pete. So tell me what the after difference two, is. After two asterisk filled seasons. No, you know what? It. Let's have this conversation because I can tell you right now, I remember during the NBA playoffs covering the Nuggets, I personally felt that it was harder to win a title in a bubble than it was not in a bubble. No fans. You had to be mentally tough 
to get through those playoff series. And you're saying that that's the lightning last year? No. Or two years ago? COVID, two years ago. I think I think you needed to have an incredible mental toughness to be sitting in a room by yourself for weeks on end and then come out and play hockey where you're not living a normal life. To me, and I said this when Andrew and I did the show together, and I was talking specifically about the NBA playoffs, but I think it's very translatable to the NHL playoffs, the most mentally tough team that could deal with the most adversity, and all of them were dealing with the same. They want to go home. They miss their children. Nothing is normal. The most mentally tough team won the Stanley Cup and won the NBA title. And that applies to tomorrow night's game at Ball Arena How? Because you're saying that the Tampa Bay Lightning are a fraud. That's not what I'm you, saying. If you put an asterisk. They're a really, really good nope. team with tremendous you know what? Asterisk means, a great defenseman. Asterisk a great means you're line. a fraud. Asterisk means no, you're a fraud. A great top Does Barry line. Bonds deserve an asterisk next to his name with 70 home runs? Yes. Then you say, and then you're saying he's a fraud. Then you're saying he's a fraud. No, he was the best player in baseball before he got on he the He cheated. Teams. He's a fraud. He was the asterisk best player means in you're base- a fraud. He was the best player in baseball. Before he got on the juice. Yep. Anybody with a lick of sense or a right. brain knows yep. that. Anybody who is paying attention, anybody recognizes, anybody should or will recognize the culpability of the media in that in building up the Sosa McGuire home run chase. How great. That was one of the more embarrassing moments in the history of sports journey. Are the Avalanche the better team in this series? Yes. Okay. So if Tampa wins, you can give them some credit yeah. and, and say they're a dynasty? Yeah. But I'm just, I just, I'm just so tickled to be. Watching Gary Bettman, who probably have a news conference tomorrow before the game, uh, I'm just very tickled to ha- see him go out and, and center eyes and say, "Say because of all these things you're citing, the uh, Lightning start with two goals and the Avalanche nothing. We're giving them a two goal head start." I'm not suggesting that at all. You're saying they're a fraud. No, I'm they not. They won two I'm, titles in a row. I'm saying they're a very good team with a great defenseman and a great goaltender. Okay. Well, and, and they did win the NHL two years in a row. Right. And I, I grant them that. Uh, one under particularly adverse circumstances, one under uh, uh, another uh, truncated season. And so. And of all of the goalies that have been on dynasty teams, Tampa has the best one. Oh, I. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, wait. I, well, okay. Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr's better than Vasilevsky. No, I'm kidding. There we go. Don't kid. I'm just telling you. So they have the best goaltender in the world, a Mount Rushmore guy, and you're saying you're saying that they should have an asterisk next to him. I am saying. Really? I am saying that Come they on. they won the title in two very unique seasons. It's not to it is not to just completely detract from their accomplishment, but they are two completely unique seasons the NHL had never seen before, and it got God God willing never see again. That is not an asterisk. That's an appendage of reality. You called it an asterisk. You said it. Danny can play it back for you. Okay. You called it an asterisk. I didn't. An asterisk means to me they're a fraud. It does not mean they're a fraud. I would call it an appendage an appendage or a little mark in front of it. It, it. They were unique seasons that never will be replicated. That doesn't mean they're a fraud. That means by winning, they, did, they reacted the best to the circumstances as anybody in the league. And I give him credit for that. If I want to call that an asterisk, I will. You can. If you want to call that an asterisk, you can. Oh, I'm not. But, but to me, that to completely, to complete, I, the Avalanche are the best team in the league now, and they they will win this series. Coming up after the break, Peter McNabb.
Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman Fry. Watch us, MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At T. Fry, at Eric Goodman, if you're looking for wholesale loan to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I've been telling you this for a long time. I've been on testosterone for at least seven years. Uh, when I was doing it, it was inconvenient and it was expensive. Well, guess what? I found a company called Low T99. It is the first all-inclusive treatment for just 129 bucks a month. They're going to FedEx you the testosterone and the supplies for just 129 bucks a month. A week ago, I went to get my lab work done. That's two, $300 right there. You know what I paid? Nothing. You know why? That was included in the 129 bucks a month. I today had my appointment with the doctor to go over my results. You know what I paid for it? Nothing. It was included in the $129 a month. I don't have to make any trips to the pharmacy. It's a phone call or a Zoom call with the doctor. Super easy. Cost is great. Do what I did. Go to LowT99.com. That's LowT99.com. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Eurosport. Go for a test drive today in Denver or Parker because everyone deserves a luxury car buying experience. Or find them online at RMEurosport.com. Okay, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in a really good friend of mine and Terry's, Peter McNabb, a guy who only scored 363 more NHL goals than I did. How are you, t- How are you, Peter? Uh, well, you know, I think I'm like everybody. You know, uh, we've it's been talked about. It's been analyzed, reanalyzed to the point of, you know, you're going in circles. Just, I am ready for the Stanley Cup Finals between I think the best two opponents we could possibly put together. I ha- I want to get in two questions before I forget them. I did the okay. interview with you, a very enjoyable interview with you in the Mile High Sports Magazine last fall, and you had me laughing in several places, and now I'm going to ask you to tell me all the off-the-record stories on the air, none of them <laughs> to get in trouble, I think. You told me about I, the one that's just stuck in my mind this week. was oh, the time you chased the time you chased Bobby Orr around the net what would it be? Tell us that story, and what would it be like to chase Kale McCarbine around it? It's it's probably would be something like, you know, when I, I I was I wasn't supposed to play in the National Hockey League. That, you know, I grew up in San, San Diego. Um, I was an okay player. Got to DU, and things just started to fall into place. I remember, I got to the National Hockey League, and my dad said, you know, I think you can play, but if you can't, put together a list of things that you want to do. And one of the things I wanted to do was the legendary story of you chase Bobby Orr around the net, and by the time you get around the net, he is like almost past the circles and at the blue line. And we're in Boston Garden, and it's six to one for them. I look around, no one's really paying attention to me. I said, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try this, and I go in behind the net, and I mu- I must tell you, it was one of the most beautiful things I'd ever seen. He had these big bull legs. And he was just gone. He was up there. I thought, now that 
is greatness. And all I can do is just sort of be <laughs> in and be in and around it. And so it was uh it was one of those moments was only known by myself until obviously I told Tara, I don't know what I was doing. But you know, and he was spectacular, I'm sure. Those players that are playing against McCarr right now are gonna have some stories to tell later on in their lives about you know what i i played against kale mccarr one time and people are going to go no really and they, <laughs> yep yeah because that's my story i played against bobby a couple of times and i enjoyed it a lot even though i would not want to make a living doing it we are talking with peter McNabb. he has another honor that i don't have he's a member of the u.s hockey hall of fame while i have visited the u.s hockey Hall of Fame. Let's talk about the game. We do not need to get into the goaltending matchup. That is obvious as the sun coming up tomorrow. Where do the Tampa Bay Lightning have the advantage over the avalanche outside of goaltending? Well, I mean, you you have to be honest and say they're going to have a, and the, the experience level is going to be favor the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, how much how much importance do you put on that? I mean, that, that'll be a key. Because I think this Avalanche club is a far different club than it has lost in each of the last three second rounds. I mean, they made it through the second round, the third round, and they got themselves into the Stanley Cup Finals. And they're, they're, ready, they're ready for this. So I don't think the experience is going to be that big a factor. I mean, the Avalanche, the Avalanche are just really good. But I watched Tampa Bay uh, practice today. And they're a well-oiled machine. The only thing I did not enjoy about watching Tampa Bay, because it was, you know, they're they're a good hockey club, big defense. They got some really good forward. Kucherov may be the the hidden gem in the National Hockey League as far as forwards go. Um, But, you know, Point is, Braden Point is going to play tomorrow. And with Kadri not playing and Braden Point playing, you know, that, is, that, that isn't a great situation for the Colorado Avalanche. Although the Avalanche, amazingly, 13 games that Kadri hasn't played, they're 11-1-1. One, and one. So Ranton maybe moves over in the middle, and the Avalanche um, will go with that lineup. As far as what, if it, the, to me, when, that, when you watch Tampa Bay play, I, I wouldn't want to fall behind. They're a really, really good team with the lead. And I think for the Avalanche, especially in game one, you want to get that lead and you want to come out. And I think they will. They're 3-0 and in the first games of series. Tampa Bay is 1-2, and but Tampa Bay started on the road in all three of those and again starting on the road. And the Avalanche have started at home, and again they're starting at home. So, you know, for the Avs, you know, you want to – I mean, they're, they are going to come out flying, uh, much like Nashville saw when the Avalanche had – a 5 nothing lead. I'm not saying they're going to be able to do that against Tampa Bay, but that's how the Avalanche want to play that first period. We know how flashy they are. We know how exciting they are. Are they capable of solving Vasilevsky and that, and that big, rugged, tough Tampa Bay defense? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, the thing about it is I, that, you know, they're, they're, what, they, what you want to do with the Avalanche, like what is the Avalanche strength? They get the puck in. They cycle down low. They are fast and they are quick. So they'll get on you in a hurry, and you have to make a, the perfect decision. Then you know, And if you don't make the perfect decision, the, puck's, the puck is coming back into the avalanche, uh, pardon me, the Tampa Bay zone. And that's when you can get them running around. So you want to be on them quick. You want to be on them fast. And those are the things that the avalanche have to do. 
We watch the Rangers series, and I understand the Rangers are not as good as the Avs, let's be honest, but they are an up-tempo team. And those final four games of the Eastern Conference Finals, it was difficult to watch the Rangers try and even get through the neutral zone. Well, there's there's the key zone. The, the, you know, the Avalanche, once you, they get in the zone, in offensive zone, you know, they, they will they'll, they'll get some things done. It's the neutral zone that is the problem against Tampa Bay when they are playing at their best. They know how to cover up. They know how, which defenseman needs to move forward. They know how to take away the first pass, the second pass. You know, so the Avalanche are going to have to be really smart. And the, the, the passing may be the biggest key for the Avalanche. They're going to have to pass, and that pass has to be right on the money so the guy can keep going. He never has to slow down, and he gets that puck in or he carries it in. But the passing is going to allow the Avalanche to have the speed to back Tampa Bay up. Darcy Kemper hasn't played since May 31st. He looks as if he's going to be the starter, go back into the net uh, after his probably eye injury. How much confidence? You know, the players say all the right things. You ask players, do you have confidence in Darcy Kemper? Of course they're going to say yes, and they do it, and they sound sincere. Do you believe they really have faith in Darcy Kemper? Oh, absolutely. They have They have faith. You know, and for Darcy Kemper... I think that the the real thing that you want to do is not play against Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the best right yeah. now. He's the best, and maybe he may go down as the best pressure playoff goaltender ever. Even better than so, Patrick. Oh, Patrick did not win two, maybe three in a row, and Patrick was really. I mean, Patrick was great, but this he won guy his, put, He won a second one at twenty eight. Well, you, but I'm just saying, you look at this guy and the consistency. This is he's won 11 series in a row. You know, uh, it, it's just it, it's unbelievable what he's doing. And he does he does one thing that's, that's exactly the same as Patrick. When the series starts, everyone kind of believes they can score. And as this guy <laughs> goes along in the series, he just chips away your confidence, chips away your confidence. By the time you get down to the set, game seven, there's only one or two guys that honestly believe <laughs> that they can score. Okay, and, so Peter, let me ask you, okay, because you, you, you played in the 70s, so you can go way back when it comes to hockey. Yeah. Rank in order, one game to play. Who do you want in goal? Go one, two, three, four, five. Oh, I mean, I'd have to go Patrick because I watched him play here and I watched, you know, I had conversations with him. He was spectacular. My and number two would be the guy who was lucky enough to play in Boston would be Jerry Cheevers. Then you've got Brodeur. I mean, this Vasilevsky's got to be right in there with right. those guys. Right. I mean, and you, you could take the, the number one, two, three, four, five, put those names up, and then just just mush them together because they're all unbelievable. My dad tells me Terry Sawchuk way back in the fifties was you know you couldn't beat him when he, when he decided that it wasn't going to happen. He won one year. They won eight games in a row back when there was just two series, and you know he just he just shut everybody down. There's you know at Dominic Hasek uh, was phenomenal, right. and but you know you, you you all of these guys are great. All of these guys were great during their time, but right now there is no question. This is Vasilevsky's time, and he is the best of the best right now. You were publicly open and touching when talking about your cancer fight. Um, you've you're doing well now. I think everybody sees it and knows it. How did you react to, and how do you feel about the public support you got? Oh, it's been, you know, it's, it, it, you get so taken aback, you know, it's like, 
you know, I, and, and, if, you know, obviously friends and family have been spectacular. Um, I think the biggest thing that, uh, that I've, that's been, uh, I don't want to say touching or, or anything like that, but it is the people that come up and say, Hey, you know, I watched you and, and, and thanks so much. We have somebody that's got cancer and we're, you know, we're just telling them that you've got, you know, you've got it too. And so it, it's, you know, the, the, the meeting, the meeting of new people that uh, have been touched by this has, you know, cause you have far different conversations than I ever thought I would have with people and people instantly become more open and will tell you things that I'm not sure they've told anyone else. And you feel sort of uh, privileged to, to, to have these conversations. So it's, it, it's been, it's been, it's been fantastic. Let me ask you a crazy question. Were you, he, you were here in, in 2001 and 96, right? Yep. Did you get a Stanley cup ring from the team? Yeah. You Thank know you what? Very much. I, I did. I got one from Jersey too. So, Yep. I, you know, I, I made it to the final three times, and I didn't get what I got butkus from that. <laughs> you know, just, but the, the Devils and the Avalanche were nice enough. It, it, it's a replica, of course, but it's it's a it's a very nice ring. Well, you know what? I, I got to tell you, for everything that you've been through, battling cancer, the most important prize is being able to see your family tomorrow. But I think maybe a nice consolation prize, and I'll be rooting for it. Terribly rooting for it, and everybody will be rooting for it for you to get another Stanley Cup ring for what you've had to battle through. Well, you know, trust me, that's the, the that's way down the list, but being a hockey person in this town, I know I you know, I I'm I've been there enough times to know that this is just about the best time inside of a sports city. I've always believed that the Stanley Cup, the pursuit of it is so fantastic, so hard. I mean, but the, the city ends the season. Okay, you're, you've usually had a good season. You've made the playoffs. And, and unlike basketball, and no, nothing against basketball, but, you know, their playoff series are there's not many upsets. In hockey, you just don't know. So it's you go through the first round. And then, then, you know, all of a sudden you start galvanizing the whole city and the state. And then the second round comes. And, you know, and it's unbelievable. And then the third, by the time the third round comes, everybody's into it. And once you get to, you're lucky enough, if your team gets to the Stanley Cup Finals, this is as good as it gets sports-wise inside, inside of such a great city. And, and it would be unbelievable to see another one of those parades because Denver does do it, does do a nice parade. Well, it's great talking with you, and we're all, we've all been rooting for you. And during this segment, I got a text from a guy named Number 8. Who wants to race you around the net at the morning skate tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll just just bring his calendar. We'll time it. <laughs> hey, Peter, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we will obviously talk soon. See, you, my friend. Okay, pal. Take care. All right. Guys. Coming up after the break, uh, you look at the two coaches for these teams in the Stanley Cup Final. They have something in common that you wouldn't think they would have in common. What is it? That's nice. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. 
Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at TFry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending. Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure buying experience at Silterhar Mazda. Or find them at SDHMazda.com. We're going to uh, get to that topic about Cooper and Bednar probably tomorrow, but you and I were talking during the break. <laughs> Did you just receive an email? Is that what that came from? It was just part of the information package. And what 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 stuck out to you, Terry? Because you're going to be covering the Stanley Cup final, and you're going to be traveling with the Avs. Hey, it's the cost of doing business, I suppose. But no, no, and I'm not going to I'm not going to say necessarily 100 percent unload with both barrels. It's just curious. They are charging $40 for the media to park. Okay. I don't think this is an avalanche thing. I think this is an NHL thing. And if I was talking to Gary Bettman, this is exactly what I would say to him. When it comes to the four major sports in this country, you're dead last and it's not even close. You should be paying the media to show (laughs) up for your Stanley Cup final. You should be begging for more coverage. And now you're charging 40 bucks a game. Well, you, now, granted, now granted, I'll, news stations and so on and so forth will pay for it. But are you kidding me? But there are so many second-tier media outlets, particularly involved in the coverage of hockey, that 40 bucks is nothing to sneeze at. And I, and I realize the public's out there saying, hey, we pay 40 bucks when we go to the arena. You're not working. You're drinking beer right. and waving a pom-pom that was lying on your seat. You're going to enjoy the game. Terry, you're going there to work it. So you are paying $40 to go to work. Well, if I was working at a newspaper, I would expect the newspaper to compensate. They would, but not everybody is. And again, and I will repeat it because I feel strongly about this. The NHL is desperate for coverage. And the fact that they are biting the hand that feeds them. How about if no media shows up? <laughs> How's that going to work out? Because I could tell you right now, if no media showed up to the Super Bowl, it would still get record ratings. If no media showed up to the NBA Finals, it would still get big ratings. Baseball, I don't know, but I can promise you with hockey, hockey desperately needs the media, and they've got a lot of chutzpah charging 40 bucks for parking. Are they charging you for meals too? No. Well, thank goodness, because I'm sure that pre, I mean, I've covered every major sport just like you have, major events. Um, the Avs used to charge for meals. meals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Please note that NHL credentials go into effect beginning tomorrow, and Avalanche 2021 22 season credentials will no longer be valued. Valued or valid. Valid. Uh, valid, yeah. excuse yep. me. That's why I'm in radio. Also note the 2021-22 season media parking passes will also be invalid for the Stanley Cup final. Paid parking for media is available in the Tundra lot, $45 cash or $40, $40 okay. credit card. So here's the thing. Gary Bettman's having his press conference tomorrow. That'd be the question I ask him. You are so desperate for television ratings and so desperate for coverage. Why are you charging me to go to work today. I think it's stupid. I think no, it's beyond stupid. It's but, egregious. But, but they could at least respond and say, if you're working for a credible employer, 
your employer will consider that a, an expense and you will be compensated for it. Well, but, but then you're getting into what's credible and what's not credible. Yeah. If you're credentialed, you're credible, period, period, because the avalanche <laughs> does not have to give press passes to everybody, do no, they? No, they don't. Okay. So if you are credentialed by the avalanche, you are credible. Well, and there's period. a period. I don't care well, what alley you work for. There's a separate credentialing process for the finals. The right. NHL runs that completely on their own. This right. is the NHL show now. Right. Which is what you're saying. I agree. And so where does the money go? Charity? <laughs> I doubt it. So where does it go, you think? I really don't know. Right. Maybe back to the NHL? Where does it go? So so the NHL is that desperate for money? They got to charge the media that's working to to charge them for parking? Well, without knowing and without probing and without asking questions, I would say the reason for this is probably for all the trailers and trucks and everything else that have moved in and taken up residence in the regular media parking lot. So they don't have the, the, that oh, was, that was the area scary. that was, that was free parking for the media scary. before, but now they've got all these trailers on it and they don't want to have free parking I'm transferred sorry. to another part of this area. I want to apologize to the NHL. You're right about those big trailers doing national and international television coverage for your stinking sport. You're enjoying this, aren't you? It's not that I'm enjoying it. I think it's egregious, and I think it's pathetic. So you're charging the media to go to work because big trailers that are showing your game around the globe, giving you free publicity. The NHL will respond to, to be fair, that it's if, if it's a reasonable part of your coverage expense, your employer will will reimburse you. What if your what if your employer doesn't? They don't have any control over whether your employer pays for that. No, they don't. None. So so what, what kind of crap is that? If you work for uh, say the Gazette newspaper in Colorado Springs. Yeah. So the, the slash Denver. So you're should not- a legitimate reporter for the. For the Denver Gazette or Colorado Springs Gazette, be compensated for paying. But bottom line is this: if you are if you are credentialed, you're legitimate, because the NHL doesn't have to hand out credentials to everybody. No, it's it's Correct. not like handing out sticks of gum. If you're credentialed, you're credentialed, and you should have a you should have a parking pass, and you should not be charged for it. But if the reason is there are too many trailers showing your game across the globe, <laughs> give me a break. Time. What's uh, what do we have coming up on Argonaut Wine and Liquor? Just in case you missed it. A uh, fun little activity by the Wisconsin Badgers. Men's and women's basketball team will be playing at an interesting site in a game in November. We'll talk about that. Also, WWE announcing a second class of college athletes participating in their next-in-line program with NIL deals. We'll get into all that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. New drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. Welcome back, Afternoon Drive. Goodman Fry, watch us, smileisports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At T. Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for the final word. The final word. Oh, you- 
is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it, is presented by Argonaut Wine and Liquor. You need to see why Westward named it the best liquor store in Denver. Five years running. Or order online at ArgonautLiquor.com. Just in case you missed it, the Wisconsin Badgers announced that the men's and women's basketball teams will play a doubleheader November 11th at American Family Field, the home of the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, They do have a roof over there, so... That'll be closed, I would imagine, in Milwaukee in November. The court will be on the infield, some temporary seating placed behind second base and then around the court. Um, In 2015, San Diego and San Diego State played at Petco Park, home of the Padres. Would you go see a college hoops game at a baseball ballpark simply for the novelty? I'd like to see CU play CSU at Coors Field in both men's and women's basketball. Yes, I would go. Yeah, I think it's a different venue. It's kind of like watching an outdoor hockey game, right? I the did same go, thing. I did go to the Ohio State-Wisconsin hockey game at Lambeau Field did you? in about 2010, I think it was. How many? It, it was really a blast. They did it right, too, though. They tucked the rink up against one end zone. Right. And so they didn't try to fill the whole stadium. They, right. They had maybe 40,000 people. That was the, the best outdoor game I've been in. And how many people can fit into a regular stadium? Not 40,000. No, 85, maybe. Smart. Smart business. Sell tickets. <laughs> D- double your size. But, but Brilliant. The, the, you think, why aren't more people doing this? The sidelines were much better, though, than for a full football stadium. No question. It was really hard to, even at Coors Field, when the Red Wings played the Avalanche, mm-hmm. and the more popular game was actually the Veterans Alumni game. But it was, it was if you, if you weren't careful and scouted out your seats and did some astute work when buying your tickets, there were a lot of bad seats for that game. Yeah, I'm sure there were because you're really far away. Yeah. Really far away. Just in case you missed it, WWE announces a second class of college athletes with NIL deals who are who will participate in their Next in Line program. Uh, the WWE has had significant personalities develop from former college football players such as The Rock, Ron Simmons, Roman Reigns. Uh, these NIL deals will go to, of course, some football players, also athletes who participate in basketball, volleyball, gymnastics, cheer, and dance as well. Uh, which sport best lends itself to success in pro wrestling outside of football, in your opinion? Is it basketball, volleyball, cheer, and dance, or gymnastics? That's a good question. I'd probably go with gymnastics. They're not big athletes, but they're the most adept. If you had to, in the uh, lower quote, lower weight classes of WWE. Well, there's a lot of, you, you need to have a lot of athleticism to be a professional wrestler. Actually, we have talked about this in the past. An offensive lineman would have a difficult time getting on that top rope, right? So if you have a guy who is a wide receiver, a running back, yeah, I could see that, a cornerback, a safety, but a uh, nose tackle, not so sure. Not so sure. And, and basketball players, while they are tall, uh, they don't, unless you're like a Ricky, not a Ricky Mahorn, like a member, uh, Anthony Mason, who played for the, uh-huh. yeah, Knicks. Yeah, he, he's a guy who could probably be a professional. Carl Malone, yeah. although he did step into the ring. Uh, I mean, it was really for show, but he did do some professional wrestling. But you got to, you guys got to be built and 
you know, flexible, for lack of a better When I say gymnasts, am I off target there? They need to be bigger than that? Well, mo- most male gymnasts are really not that tall. They're about 5'7", five, 5'8", five, but they're built. But those guys could probably fly around the ring and make it entertaining. Yeah. For sure. They are there to put on a show, after all. Uh, just in case you missed it. It's not it, real? Well, it, I mean, even the real sports are there to put on a show. Yeah. Steph Curry didn't put on much of a show last night. He was 0 for 9 from the three-point line. The first time that he was without a three-pointer in a game since November 8th, 2018. He had gone 233 consecutive games, an NBA record, with a three-pointer. He's also second on that all-time list of consecutive games with made threes uh, at 196 games. Jordan Clarkson third with 101 consecutive games. Golden State got the win in Game 5, even without Curry contributing too much. Uh, Will Curry break his own record in the coming years no there's if you have one bad off night it's a miracle it's not a miracle but it's very praiseworthy that the streak lasted that long that's so tough that you have if you have one bad night out of out of 350 your streak is over okay i want to get into something real quick because the hot take on this is comical you see andrew wiggins last night 26 points 13 rebounds he should be the favorite for the MVP if Golden State wins. You see, and Curry sucked. Stop imitating me, please. Did you watch Curry in the other games with 43, 31, 29, and 34 points? But that is the hot take today, isn't it? Andrew Wiggins. Is he going to take the MVP? For, give me a break. Anybody who votes for Andrew Wiggins is a clown. Danny, will you please throw out the question of, is Andrew Wiggins the leader in the clubhouse for the championship series finals well i believe i believe i heard last night on the broadcast that it was the first time he had ever had back-to-back double doubles which i was shocked by but that puts that that should definitely put his name yeah he's the leader in the the conversation don't you think i would certainly vote for him if i got a vote you would not you absolutely you're right i would vote for marcus smart because i bet on him before the series there we go what did you get uh, I think it was plus 2,100 or something. And, and by the way, so, okay, you want to talk about double-doubles? So you're right. Andrew Wiggins had a pair of double-doubles uh, in a row, 26 and 13, 17 points, and 16 rebounds. Would you rather have either of those stat lines or what Steph Curry did, 43 points, 10 rebounds? I think Andrew Wiggins is more about the team than his own individual performance, so I think that's why I would – Vote for him for finals MVP. You're joking, and I know you're smiling. Would you really? No, I would not. Oh I would vote God. for I would vote for <laughs> Steph whether or not the Warriors win the series, honestly. Okay. All right, that's going to do it for us. That was Argonaut Wine and Liquor. Just in case you missed it, um, you're going to love going there. Why? Because Westward says you should go there five years in a row. Westward is named Argonaut Wine and Liquor, the best liquor store in Denver. They delivered the Denver metro area all over the place. And if your order is more than 100 bucks, that's good because your delivery is going to be free. With that, you can find them off of Colfax or ArgonautLiquor.com. That is going to do it for us. Nolan and Danny, great job today. Terry, outstanding that job fun, today. Eric. I will not be in tomorrow. I'll be doing the show on remote. And next time I do the show with you, Terry, well, actually, you're going to be, we're going to be missing each other completely. You're going to Tampa on Sunday. You're going to be back on Thursday. Correct. So we're not going to see each other for a while, which I know you're happy about. (laughs) But the next time you see me, I will be wearing jewelry. Make it the best possible night you can.